Hello there, loyal Mate Guy listeners. Steven here. Uh, I just wanted to really quickly apologize for the quality of the audio in this episode, specifically the uh, the quality of my audio. Um, no excuses, you know. It, I, I I screwed up. I I made a mistake. Um, a little, just a little backstory though. Um, basically, I use Cubase as my audio workstation software, um, and Cubase does not support their software versions for super long doing like support updates usability updates um they will do that for maybe like a year or two and then they will release the next version update and steinberg the company that makes cubase charges an upgrade fee um to get that new update so i hadn't updated you know in a in a hot minute maybe like five years um because it was working fine and i didn't really see a reason to upgrade to the newest version. Um, however, with the most recent version of Mac OS, um, it had started to act a little weird. Like if I would open a project from just like the normal file open project, the program would crash. I had to open uh, the podcast audio file through Finder, all kinds of weird stuff, you know. And, and it, at the end of the day, it was still technically working, but I was just like, you know what? I'm kind of getting tired of having to jump through hoops and having to kind of, you know, be careful and walk on eggshells on how I use this software because it's no longer compatible with my OS because Steinberg stops support for their software super fast. Um, so I just, you know, I shelled out the, the 20 bucks or whatever for the paid upgrade, um, got the newest version of Cubase and... I somehow, I mean, they did change the menus a little bit, but I, I should have been more careful, and I somehow overlooked that the uh, the audio inputs were set to uh, the uh, you know the the built-in default microphone on my iMac. So um, <laughs> yeah, you can see where this is going. Uh, so all of the recording for my audio was going straight through the computer which is, you know, like a six-year-old iMac, not the best microphones. Normally talking to my studio, you know, condenser microphone, which I'm doing right now. Um, well, I technically was still talking into it while I recorded this podcast episode. Um, it's just it, <laughs> the uh, the microphone wasn't sending any data to the computer. So I've, I, I've tried to make it listenable. Um, it's, it's still a little hissy, uh, you know, a little bit of echo. Uh, so I do apologize for that. Um, this is a good episode, though. Lots of good discussions, so I do I do encourage you to you know tr at least try to soldier through it. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I screwed up. I own that one. Uh, that was on me, and it uh, won't happen again. But anyway, uh, thank you for continuing to support us and listen to the show. And uh, without further ado, here's today's episode. Hello again. Welcome. Welcome, welcome all to another episode of Those Mate Guys. Those Mate Guys. <laughs> Los no. Mate Guys. Who's Mate Guys? Who's Carlos Yeah. <laughs> However you want to say it. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Well, that was another successful intro. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, we're going to... Yeah. We're going to get on this. All right, so uh, in a stunning turn of events, we actually have follow-up today. It's incredible. Like actual follow-up and not... Like actual, actual things to talk about. So... This is yeah. exciting. 
we're just we're just gonna as Philip DeFranco says, we're just gonna jump right into it. Okay, so um, we kind of alluded in our last, I think it was the last episode. Good golly, mm-hmm. it was a while ago. Yeah, um, we we talked about a certain Paraguayan Europe, right? And we had kind of alluded that hey, there was this guy living in the U.S. I, at least I think we did. Um, that's a real big kind of proponent of this brand, and he's the one who sort of turned us on to it, recommended it, blah, blah, blah. Well, anyway, he reached out to me, uh, our dear friend Zane out there. Uh, he reached out with some additional information uh, and some corrections. Okay. Show. Uh, okay. The first thing is the name of the brand slash company is uh, pronounced... Uh, Ruvisha. I think we were saying Ruvicha. Ruvicha. Mm-hmm. But we, it's apparently allegedly pronounced Ruvisha. And that in Warani means chief, director, big boss, jefe, and honcho type scenario. So, which if you actually look at the box, makes sense. Yeah, it's a, like a, there's a there's straight a up like, a, so like a, a chieftain or something. Yeah, like a. A real, a real dude. Yeah. As it were. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is going to start turning into Big Lebowski. Uh, anyway. Uh, so, yeah, that's the thing. Uh, so, Ruby Shah. Yeah. And um, I guess they are, their corporate office is, I guess, in Asuncion. But... I guess their sort of base of operations where they actually do their stuff, their processing, all that stuff is in a little place called Casapa. Casapa. Which is, it's a province that's, I guess, sort of south of Asuncion. So, yeah. Probably butchered that pronunciation as well. Probably. But, oh, Cas. Ka, yeah, like Inch, ka, like the, interesting, like, which is of course, the which it's, is the Guarani word for for mate for mate for sherba, yeah. So that is interesting. Wow. So it's sort of like and uh, yeah. So in in Guarani, it probably means like doesn't pa mean a foot or something? In maybe I'm just thinking of the Portuguese. <laughs> Um, yeah, you're, I, you're maybe uh, right. I do not speak oh. Guarani, if you didn't know that. But yeah, so that would be uh, kind of interesting. It's a it's a town whose name seems to invoke some sort of relationship with the old year there. Yeah, and, I'm uh, I'm I'm looking here, but uh, it's just talking information about the city itself. But I can't find a a meaning. But uh, yeah, just, right. we'll assume that it has something to do with mate because it's in mate land. It's in mate land, and it has the the mate name in it. But indeed, we're probably wrong, so just jump on the horn and correct us. Um, <laughs> all right, moving on. So, uh, okay. loyal listener of the show, David, last name, not even going to try to pronounce, and won't say his last name for. Oh. Privacy reasons. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. But uh, uh, a friend of the show from uh, from Yield Hungary, out there in European way, he uh, he's wrote into the show before, um, and he had a, a couple more questions. Um, 
the first thing he wanted us to kind of talk about were disadvantages or negative effects, rumors, truths that uh, are out there when talking about mate. Um, it's kind of interesting. So like negative rumors or just, you know, straight up things that are bad about it. Um, so I, I mean, like it. Yeah. Well, no, what were you going to say? Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the only really first thing that comes to mind is newcomers to mate um you know doing research and finding those articles about how mate causes cancer yeah i think that's the big elephant in the room negative effect slash rumor we can talk about right because that Mm -hmm, is a topic that's been pretty hotly debated on the internet and it's been pretty sort of concisively debunked right yeah yeah because if you look if you look it's like what there's one study they did in uruguay and they found that people who drink mate had a higher instance of uh mouth cancer and throat cancer well first of all uruguay has i don't know if it's still true but it's at least often purported that uruguay has the highest percentage or you know highest number per capita of mate drinkers in the world right something like 75% or something of people in Uruguay consume mate daily, right? Higher than Argentina, <laughs> higher than Paraguay, higher than Brazil. Yeah, big time. Um, and if you look at it, you know, they the study actually notes that the the risk of cancer was highest, the, the percentage of number of people with cancer was highest among people who also smoked. So... It's like, huh? <laughs> well, so pe- people that makes... who, pe- yeah, people got lung, people got throat cancer, mouth cancer. Also, were using tobacco products. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Uh, yeah, well, that's not surprising. Yeah, uh, and they they also noted that uh, that temperature was also a factor. So people who drink their mate at extremely high temperatures, well above you know seventy or eighty degrees Celsius, uh, also were more inclined to develop mouth and throat cancer, which I mean, which there are. Oh, what, what, what were you going to say? Oh, which, um, I would assume there would be a large number of people who would do that too. That don't, that just like, Oh yeah, the water's super hot. This is perfect. Yeah. It's definitely sort of a thing, especially I've noticed like in like Argentina, more so maybe in Buenos Aires where, you know, mate is a part of their their culture, their their life so much so that, you know, they don't really think about doing it quote unquote correctly. So they just, you know, mm-hmm. they're like, Oh yeah, hot water. And so they get it, you know, almost to a rolling boil and you know, they're like, Yeah, that's that's about right. <laughs> this is yeah, this is uh burning the roof of my mouth. This is <laughs> yeah, this is perfect. Yeah, <laughs> perfect so, temperature. so 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 if you think about it, if you drink boiling hot liquids often and you smoke yeah you're probably going to get mouth cancer or or, or throat cancer so hopefully not I, but it's, hopefully not but it's, i mean it's, like it's a pretty you're, high you're, possibility you're stacking the deck not in your favor <laughs> mm-hmm. right exactly and i don't think the beverage is necessarily the what the beverage was i do not believe you know really cause that much mm. you know there's a lot of people 
especially in the Mate world, especially outside of South America, who really, really want to get into, like, oh, the pHs and the, the smoke and the, the, the chemicals and, you know. It's, like, they're really, they really go crazy. I don't know if they're just, you know, super-duper wanting to control every single element of their health life or if it's, you know, sort of that fear from the the old cancer study so they're like well right. smoke smoke is full of carcinogens yes that is true um so so you know want to avoid all that it's like but guess what any any food that is cooked is going to have an increase in those pahs as well because you know that just mm -hmm. just comes from the heat the charrings process um, yeah, even if it's in a pan yeah. without direct mm -hmm. smoke exposure, it's still you know. Yeah, I've 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 burnt eggs or chicken or whatever, <laughs> and uh, that's the burnt part is uh, sometimes the tastiest. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, so I don't know. Which is a, a real, real long way of saying, yeah, mate causes cancer. Is the big negative rumor that mm -hmm. we hear about, right? Yeah. Does it cause cancer? Probably not. Probably not. Is drinking boiling hot mate every day? Is that is that, that going to be bad for you? Yeah, probably. Yeah. So just don't do that. <laughs> probably, probably not. Don't don't drink any, don't drink any hot burning hot liquids. Yeah, don't if if you're burning your mouth every time you drink mate, it's too hot. It's, it's probably too hot. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like the big rumor, right? Actual bona fide negative effects um i mean mate has caffeine in it so you know if you're sensitive to caffeine if you get migraines from caffeine or if caffeine affects you really bad and makes it so you can't sleep yeah mate is going to do the same thing people love to talk about how you know oh mate doesn't give you jitters mate doesn't give you those crashing effects and yes while that is often the case at the end of the day mate has caffeine in it so if your body reacts negatively to caffeine in any form Odds are mate is not going to be some sort of miracle. Um, you're probably still going to have bad effects from mate. Yeah. Um, mate is also, like many teas, infusions, it's slightly acidic. So there are people with really sensitive stomachs, and they can get reflux, they can get heartburn, upset stomach from drinking a lot of acidic liquid. So, you know, if you're right. really sensitive to that, Mate is probably going to have those same issues with you. Yep, yep. Like, I've noticed it. It's more of if I drink an Argentine or Uruguayan sherpa, um, like, first thing in the morning. Like, it will, I, I f it feels differently than if I drink, like, shimaho. But regardless, mm -hmm. like, if I drink sherpa from Argentina, like, in the middle of the day, like, I'm I'm fine. It doesn't doesn't do anything. So... I think it has something to do with that acidity there. <clears throat> yeah. And so it's just just kind of paying attention to what how your body reacts to it and mm -hmm. Yeah, cuz I mean, you you see a lot on the forums like oh, I drank I drank mate for the first time and I got a super upset stomach. Like, what can I do to not get an upset stomach? like well maybe don't drink mate <laughs> <laughs> if that's a cause then maybe avoid you know it. it's like yeah it's like 
yeah, mate is great. I love it. It's wonderful. But if you feel bad after doing it, it's like, why, why, why are you trying to force yourself, you know? It's like, is it because of health benefits? Well, lots of things have health benefits. Lots of things have vitamins. Lots of things have antioxidants, you know? Mm-hmm. There's no reason to make yourself miserable. Like, is it just you think the culture's cool? Well, you know, maybe just buy a gourd and keep it on your shelf, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Drink, um, drink hot chocolate out of your gourd. I don't know. <laughs> oh, gosh. I, I cringe when I say that. Don't, don't do that. Oh, for the sake of traditions yeah, don't, maybe, don't. Maybe, well maybe buy a ceramic gourd at least if you're gonna yeah. do that so yeah. you don't get a nice moldy <laughs> moldy chocolatey uh, gourd yeah Ooh. sick well that's the thing right it's like i always i always you always hear about you know like in uh in brazil argentina like they drink mate with milk you know it's like like kids drink mate with milk i'm like yeah how much do you have to rinse that gourd so it doesn't smell like death in a week oh i would i I, I would probably (laughs) just throw that gourd out that (laughs) yeah i mean like if they're not using like a glass or a ceramic gourd Mm oh no thank you just sour sour milk infused Mm. into that forever yuck delicious (laughs) yeah um don't do that yeah don't do that, but guys. uh i guess the only other thing i can really think of is you know uh the bombisha does help with this but again this is sort of a mate is a tea is a plant infusion type thing mate has you know tannins that kind of thing so it can unfortunately stain teeth um again like i said the bombisha the, the nature in which you drink mate does help because the bombisha is sending that liquid straight down your throat missing the teeth entirely um you know but if you're the type that likes to fill your mouth with mate and swish it around gargle with it you know really savor <laughs> really savor those flavors yeah you know, yeah it's it, it it could in theory give you some 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 teeth stainage there sorry yeah uh, take yourself kind of... a good whitening toothpaste same lifting toothpaste uh exactly you'll be okay yeah, it's, you know, don't. I would advise not not to use mate as a mouthwash. What? <laughs> but mate cures cancer. Why shouldn't I? Oh, duh! <laughs> Cure, it cures mouth cancer. <laughs> it's actually the opposite yep. of the rumors. Yep. No, just kidding. <laughs> Knock on wood. <laughs> totally, totally kidding. Knock on Palo Santo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. So anyway, um, so he had some other questions here. Um, his next question was like, "What are some unique or strange ingredients that we've seen in compuestas?" Um, I mean, I don't know about I, like unique. I can think of some strange things. I, I mean, I guess like, like CBD is like the one kind of unique thing. That's yeah, like, you know, cannabis. Yeah, yeah that's that like coming that, out that's recently the, is like that's the trendy thing you know it's all what all the hipsters are drinking you know i don't know how much cbd they put in there i mean even if it's yeah even if with it with it being cbd it's like it's not it's not gonna get get you high so don't right get, yeah don't get your hopes up right <laughs> it, you're gonna it'll, get it'll, it'll it'll relax you right or yeah you know. yeah relax you or 
whatever. Um, well, any other unique ingredients? Like I've I've had a mate blend with pine needles in it. Mm. That was something I had never thought of, and it, it, okay. was, it was it was it was pretty good. Yeah. I liked it. Just a little out of my price range to buy regularly. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, but yeah, I guess um, pine is a is a is a unique ingredient. I'm just trying to think like most of the the compuetas that I've had are have either been just with like you know the usual suspects. Maybe like if you weren't into mate, the ingredients would seem unique, but like. A lot of the quote unquote more unique, you know, like herbs that they use down in South America, all of the compuestas tend to use the same ones in, you know, here or there. So it's mm-hmm. not really unique. So for mate, it's not unique. Yeah. Um, or I've just forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a hundred percent able to store every piece of information. Um, I will say though, like going off of the strangest thing. There is one very strange trend in Brazil that I do not understand, and I've never tried it, so maybe I would like it, but it is the grape-flavored tereré. There are several brands in Brazil that do a either just grape or a grape and mint blend of erva for tereré. Uva uva y menta. Uva y menta? Yeah. Who 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 passed off on those (laughs) on that idea? (laughs) What? (laughs) That's not a that's not those aren't things that go together. (laughs) You know, you say that, and yet apparently like it's really popular. So Orupi Orupi does uh it. Yeah. yeah. Karina does it. Um Ervamach eighty one does it. Erva hmm. Mach does it. Uh, Suprema does it. Yikes. So, That's a lot. yeah. Well, I guess there must be at least a market for it. Yeah, at someone's buying people. it. <laughs> Entry Hughes does it. Oh my gosh, Karina makes a Tucci Frucci as well. Ooh, Ooh Tucci Frucci. That's like, that's like bubble gum. Tutti uh, Frutti. Or well, what? is it, I mean, it's like, it's like the, the Brazilian fruit punch, right? Oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. But it like always, but I mean, it does, it tastes like bubble gum. It's like super artificial. Like, oh. I just remember drinking, um, Guaraná Jesus? No, what? not Guaraná Jesus. It, it's, a, it's another one. There's a, there's a Guaraná in São Paulo that does a Guaraná Tucci Fruci. I think it's Itubai. Uh, I can't remember. It's going to be, I'm going to completely, if I don't Google it, because I mean, this is not something that I've thought about in years. <laughs> yeah, Itubaina. They do Guarana with uh, Tucci Fruit. And Ooh. I always, I hated it. It tasted so artificial. Oh. That art, Just that artificial fruit punch flavor. Mm-hmm. Oh, just yeah. It, 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 is, it is very similar to like a, to like a, um, a bubble gum. But yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Ooh. And, oh man, I, I I'm going down the sorry I'm just going down the rabbit hole of weird tentative <laughs> flavors. Karina does a maracujá, Ooh, which is passion, passion fruit. fruit mm-hmm. Which I mean, that I one. like the taste of passion fruit. I, well, okay, so here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? Okay, I have probably had all these flavors before, but I didn't do it with a with you know flavored because all all of these 
are using, you know, just like the aroma, right? The artificial or natural flavor. Yeah, not flavor the actual, the fruit. like, fruit or Yeah, anything. there's not, like, bits of fruit in there, right? Mm-hmm. Right. But, so I remember I went through a craze um, just, you know, during my, my youth, my, my misguided youth um, <laughs> of, of drinking a lot of pitted with juice, right? I've, I've repented. I've since moved on. I am, I have, I have left the things when I was a boy, you know, I talked like a boy (laughs) when I became a man (laughs) anyway. Um, so I, 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 I don't remember if I ever did, um, purple grape juice. I do definitely remember doing diluted white grape juice. And the thing is like when it's juice, any pedade is going to taste good, right? Because it's juice, just straight juice. Yeah, juice washes out the flavor of the erva super quick. Like the first two, three pours, maybe taste you can taste the herb. But after that, you're just drinking straight juice, right? Yeah. And I just did. I did. Filtered I did, through I did, leaves. I did graviola. I did. Oh. Um, it was good. Hermosa. I mean, it, I mean, it, it, if you like, if you like graviola juice, I, I love graviola yeah. for sure. Um, I did. I did. Um. Oh, what's it called? Oh my goodness, my brain! You know the little fruits that grow on the stick of a tree. Oh, oh, acerola. Not acerola. The I ha- oh, I have done acerola. Oh, the, uh, oh, the, the, oh. The, the, the purple. Stuff. The little purple ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my um, gosh, what my, my brain what is, is just oh, completely. Does it have an ooh in it? A u? Um, Probably. Oh, oh my no. gosh, we have to. Jabuchikaba. Jabuchikaba. Mm. Ooh, I'm there's not a, a big a, fan of that one, but oh really? I love Jabuchikaba. There's actually a town in Sao Paulo called Jabuchikaba. So <laughs> yeah, but so I remember I bought uh, Jabuchikaba at the store and made Jabuchikaba mm-hmm. juice and drank pitted with it. Delicious if you like the flavor of Jabuchikaba okay. juice, because again, sure, it's it's just gonna taste like juice. So having said that, I don't know if maybe. In the blend, it would taste very different, right? But I, so I can say, like, have you ever had a? If someone asked me, have you ever had grape benedict? I can say, yes, technically, not in technically, the way that, not. not in the way that like they market it and they sell it. I would really need to try that. But yeah, um, yeah, because I'm sure, so, like, I'm sure if you drink that, like the the grape flavor or whatever flavor would wash out fairly quickly. Yeah, I would. I would assume. Oh my gosh, Karina does a menta y acai. Mint and acai. Mm. That's, that's a weird combination. That's, that's really weird. Acai tastes very it, earthy. I mean, even when it's sweet, it still even, tastes very yeah, earthy. Yeah, it has an earthy. I mean, the fact that they would even. Yeah, uh, acai in general, I think, is too strong of a flavor for. Well, okay, and also I hate the taste of artificial acai. Artificial acai does not taste like acai at all. I think it just tastes honestly like like someone mixed blueberry and grape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think it yeah. tastes. I've I've had like cheap acai juice, and it tastes nothing less like acai. It just it's just purple. It's just purple sugar. <laughs> it tastes good, but it doesn't taste yeah. like acai. No, yeah, you know? exactly. It's... I can't even so. eat acai anymore, but that's a conversation for another day. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, oof. Yeah. Had a bad experience my last my last go around in Brazil. So Ooh. I think, uh, and it might be just be the acai in Brazil itself. That's just, 
obviously more stronger more, you know stronger more it's very heavy acai. very heavy acai is very it's like it's a like you, people here in the u.s well, i mean wow well, we're really going on a tangent here people in the u.s think acai is you know oh my gosh it's a superfood acai bowls so healthy but like when you eat acai like that you're eating sugar like you're eating a bowl of sugar it is just straight up a mm-hmm. bowl of sugar they mix it with guarana syrup mm-hmm. because acai in northern brazil if you didn't know this they eat it like beans it's a little fruit that grows on a tree and they eat it like beans they eat it savory right and yep. then someone got the idea hey if we pump this full of sugar and uh make it into a sorbet they can make megabucks and they do and they mm-hmm. continue to make megabucks and it's but like yeah. But it is still, at the end of the day, it is still, it really is like a bean. It's heavy. So even in yeah. an acai bowl in Brazil, it's, 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 a, it's a dessert that hits you like a ton of bricks. It's like eating a big bowl of beans. <laughs> <laughs> a big bowl of beans with um, um, heavy amounts sweet of... Sweet condensed milk, strawberry, granola. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, and oh. like I, I, I'm, I'm half Japanese. I, I am... 100% on board with eating beans for dessert, right? That's what we do in Japan. We eat sweet beans, okay? But, like, in Japan, you typically don't eat a big bowl of ang, right? Which is what it's called, <laughs> un- uncle. That's what the, the sweet bean, sweet red bean. Uncle? Uncle, yeah. Uncle? Uncle, not uncle. Not uncle. A-N-K-O, uncle. Oh. Yeah, so that's what you call, or, or just ang, an, right? That's what it's called, the sweet red bean paste. But like you don't eat just like a big bowl of that, you know what I mean? Like it's usually it's a, a little it's a small. Fill, it's dish. a filling. Oh. It's it's, it's it, they put it inside of you know like sweet dumplings and stuff like that, or like they'll put it inside a little bit inside like um, like a donut or shave ice or stuff like that. Oh, so interesting. imagine you know like a like a jelly filling. Well, you got sweet red bean filling, but acai you eat okay. a whole freaking bowl of it, right? I mean, I used to right. get like the the one liter bowl of acai. Like that's a lot of acai. It's it's a lot. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh. that was a tangent yeah. and a half. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. yeah. Say the least. Yeah. But <laughs> so so his last question was like our ideal blend, right? If we could design our own blend, or if there was a blend we wanted in the market, and. I don't know, because I'm not super big on blends, but kind of the one thing that instantly came to my mind was at least, not that I could find, and of course I'm going to Google it now, and I'm going to find it really quick. Um, Oh, yeah, there we go. (laughs) Okay, well, it's still not super common. Um... But the only uh, so Verde Flor makes one, and then yeah, okay. So basically, what I'm saying is uh, mint, mint for hot mate, right? Is not something that's super common because okay, you have your so-called hierbas serranas, which Neon has one, Cerece has one, you know, everyone and their mother has one, but they always do mint, peppermint, and that. And then pennyroyal, right? Well, right. Mint, peppermint, and pennyroyal are all mint family members, 
but they all taste very different, especially Pennyroyal. Pennyroyal tastes very kind of cloyingly sweet. I guess Verde Flor has a just mint blend, um, but as far as I can tell, they may be the only ones who do just mint, right? Just mint, okay. The, the caveat being, lots of Perere Sherbas just have mint in them. Like Campesino Refrescante, you know, lots of them will do mm-hmm. Sherba mint. But that cut is designed to be drank as Perere. So if you drink it as Mate, you might not be necessarily getting the intended effect. You know what I mean? So I think it would be interesting if more brands had just a Sherba and mint blend. Because, you know, mint tea is, you know, like, relaxing. It's kind of, you know, nice on the stomach. So I think that would just yeah, be interesting. Yeah, But. That's a good point. But yeah. I would love to try the, uh, well, actually, hmm. looking at the Verde Flor. Oh, you know what? Yeah, see, I'm looking at the Verde Flor mint, what they call the, what they call the Verde Flor mint blend. And again, it's mate, poleo, and menta. So they still have the the poleo, which is the penny royal. They just don't have peppermint. Mm. So it's still not just Mm. mint. So, and if you don't love the taste of penny royal, which I don't love it, it's like I said, it's just kind of sticky tasting. It's just very, I don't know, it's hard to describe. I would love to just see just just sherba and just mint. So like maybe I just need to take Mm. a box of campesino refrescante. And just drink it hot and see what happens. Just drink the hot. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like <clears throat> I don't do it very often, but common thing in Brazil. I'm I'm not a big blend person either, but um like this e- either the like the star anise or the the anise seeds. Yeah. Blend it in Erva, uh, it would probably have to, I mean, for the sake of a prepackaged blend, I don't know if it would work super well as like a, in a super fine cut or if it had to be more of a muy de grossa. Um, yeah. So I don't think I've ever seen any Brazilian brand have <clears throat> have the anise pre-mixed in. But please correct me if I'm wrong and, and uh, doing some Googling. Yeah, I am. Um, um, well, so I'm pretty sure there are blends like, um, I think Madruga- the Madrugada Composta has anise, but it's, oh, but there's, but there's a whole lot of stuff, right? Chaver, uh, yeah. there's green tea, hibiscus, ginger. But I did, I, I did see one, um, Porto, I think. Porto Composta Gierva Match. Yeah, allegedly this one just has anise still on. Yep, yeah. This is a blend of just erva and oh, star oh, yeah. So Oh, yeah, I'm seeing yeah, that. So Sweet. Just goes to show oh. you that there are no new ideas. It's not a... Everything's been done. <laughs> and if it hasn't been done, it's probably it... not a good idea. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's, that's weird. <clears throat> if you, uh, if you hmm. Google erva match con anise... You scroll down, there's a picture of you and me. <laughs> no. <But yeah. laughs> hold up, hold up. Oh my hold gosh. Up. In the images yeah. section? <laughs> it goes back to uh, Udu Shop that one time uh, 
Buddha shop wrote an article on us. Do you remember that? <laughs> no way. Yeah, that's, I mean, we're, we're, we're famous. Yeah. All right. My work here is yeah. done. That's an old, that's an old, old, old. That, that was like, that was like four years ago, wasn't it? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it was like 2016. Yeah, I, I, I think because uh, we talk about, we talk about um, Kurupi with Anis. So that's sort of what brought that up. So yeah, if you want to see what mm, we looked at like yeah. a long time ago, you can uh, Google that. I'm not going to link it. For sure. <laughs> much cool anyway. Anis, and then scroll halfway down the page, the images yeah. page. Anyway, so yeah. That's so cool. yeah, next, uh, hmm. next time you uh, find yourself down a little South America way, Maybe uh, you can try that one. Pick up some Porto. Porto. I've seen that brand. I think it's a pretty big brand. I've, well, I should say I've seen social media of it. I don't remember. I mean, it's been, it's been what, five years? Six? No, five years since the last time I've been in Brazil. I don't remember seeing Porto. I'm sure I did, mm-hmm. but I don't remember. But, yeah. yeah I'm, sure, I'm sure I saw it last time I was down, but... Uh... There's just so many different brands at the stores that it's just overwhelming. Right. You're Unless like, you're looking for something, you're not going to notice. If you're just glancing, mm. you're not going to remember. Yeah. Anything. Looking for. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I think that's hmm. going to do it. Oh, wait. Just kidding. That was just the oh, follow up section. <laughs> we actually have a topic Holy for today. Holy crap. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. This is going to be one. This is going to be one of our shorter episodes, I think. Uh, <laughs> but we are oh, today going to be talking about a blend ironically uh, we're with a blend with only one additional herb which like we kind of alluded to is actually pretty rare in erva in sherva they like to if they're going to throw one thing in they will throw in six i yep. think i think yep. like again edere will do like mint or they'll do the mint and bordo. And I think those are like the most simple. Usually it's like herbas serranas, where it's like three, four, mm-hmm. five, six, 27 herbs. Um, but this one today <laughs> is coming to us from old Paraguay. It's Campesino with Cedron, which is allegedly, as far as I can tell, their newest product on the market. So new that it is not on their website. Not on their site. It is so new <laughs> that the website that is printed on the sticker is actually not their website anymore. Hey, that, that was a little joke. That's actually <laughs> that means they're out <laughs> They uh, yeah, they updated yeah. it. And um, be careful if you uh, you know you're browsing on the web because it will might not let you go in without a few extra steps. <laughs> I take it back. I take it back. It was too hmm? good to be true. What? This doesn't what? just have cedron in it. Oh. It does have essential oil of mint. I'm so disappointed. I know. I'm about to just dump this <laughs> out on the floor. Just... The box says, Sherba mate compuesta con cedron. But if you look on the side, uh, ingredients. Number one, sherba mate. Number two, cedron. Number three, essential oil of mint. Number four, essential oil of cedron. So they have the actual plant itself, cedron, but they also have the essential oil inside. But then they, for some reason, had to put mint in it. But we'll talk about that in a second. So Campesino, yeah. if you don't know Campesino, Campesino is like the flavored sherba company in 
Paraguay, right? Kurupi, Kurupi you know, is, is up there too. Kurupi maybe is like, in terms of high quality, Kurupi may, you know, have higher regard because they're seen as almost like a, they've got some like weird, like almost medicinal status, right? But if you're just talking mm-hmm. about just like flavors, blends, Campesino is the brand. I actually think they might even be the first ones to have done it. Um, probably wrong, but. Yeah, it's a good assumption. I'll go with it. Yeah. I'll accept it. <laughs> a good, it's solid Paraguayan pedere. Not amazing, not terrible, not like the most gourmet, high-class sherba, but if you just want a good, solid, easily accessible, consistent, consistent mm-hmm. pretty dang cheap, very wide variety yeah. of flavors, cannot go wrong with Campesino. Um, and today we're talking about their Cedron variety. Cedron, of course, uh, also known as Lemon verbena mm-hmm. is a plant. Wait. Was that? Oh, yeah. No, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, lemon verbena, it's a plant from South America. And uh, apparently, if you like Inca Cola, Inca Cola is flavored with lemon verbena. Hold up. Inca Cola? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I. I didn't it, know they had anything besides like sugar and <laughs> artificial flavors. I, I always thought it was just artificial bubblegum flavor because I don't really love Inca yeah. Cola. <laughs> it's just very, it's way too sweet for me. It's, but yeah, it's really sweet. Apparently, I like it. Wikipedia claims that Inca Cola is flavored with lemon verbena. I'm sure that's not the only thing, but it's allegedly in mm-hmm. there. Um, wow. Yeah. Okay. And if you've never had the taste of lemon verbena or cedron, um, they call it lemon verbena because if you actually find the plant, the leaves, and you crush it, it actually does smell very citrusy, very lemony, right? Um, mm-hmm. Like very tangy. However, I don't really think it tastes like lemon at all. Mm-mm. No. Like it has it. It has a sweetness like lemon. It, it may be like it, I think it kind of tastes like uh, like artificial not sour lemon candy like mm. i don't know but yeah but that's a totally different yeah, flavor right, right, altogether right. when you think of lemon you think yeah. of very bright very sour very tart lemon verbena is not tart it's not bright i would say it's actually kind of a dark flavor it's very it's a very like we we're talking about um poleo it's kind of a sticky dark sweetness Sticky Dark Sweetness. At least that's what I think. I don't know. What do you think, Clark? I think that's the name of my next band. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I've never heard this description before. But it fits. Um, like, I mean, there's definitely... A little bit of citri cit, cit, citricity cit, citrusness yeah uh, <laughs> to it but um now what's what's tough to me is like trying to decipher between like am i tasting the essential oil of the mint and the and the cedron and also the like actual cedron itself but 
but it does it has i mean just the slightest fake lemon taste yeah like um, like really cheap like yeah, lemon not, drops kind of thing re- yeah but, yeah but not, Real cheap, but not but sour. obviously it's, it's different yeah not sour at all um but yeah at the same time it's not like like bright like like a like a lemon would be right and it's possible that you know pairing it with Paraguayan Sherba. Paraguayan Sherba tends to be very dark, be... very tobacco mm-hmm. kind of scenario there. Um, that that maybe could be, yeah, darkening it quite a bit. Maybe if you tried lemon river bean on its own, it would be more bright like a lemon. Um, mm-hmm. But we're not talking about lemon verbena That's... on its own today. We're talking about Campesino oh. Centron. <laughs> yes. Yes, we are. So. Yeah. And... And uh, this is about my, maybe my seventh refill. Uh-huh. And um, the, the flavor hasn't, hasn't diminished. It's, it's, it's holding its own. It's, it's really maintaining a good flavor even it's... after that many refills, which. Monty Python's Flying Circus. <laughs> I think that's the one Monty Python I didn't see. It's a it's the TV show. It's not it's not a movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I ju- yeah I just saw the the yeah. the movie. I didn't it's on see Netflix. that. Oh. Okay. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Cedron. Cedron. Yeah. The thing. Like. Uh, yeah. Go for it. Oh wait, no! I was just gonna say like as I. As I, I, I slight, <clears throat> slightly flooded my guampa. Yes. And, um, and the the flavor kind of exploded a little bit. Um, there's some dry stuff still there, so. I don't know if that was the essential oils kind of popping up, mm. and kind of coming out a little bit. Okay. Kind of accentuating the flavor, but. Mm, very good. What were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say, um, if you've ever tried blends, if you've experimented with, you know, trying some blends from, especially like CBC, um, Cedron is a very common ingredient um, in a lot of blends. So there's a very high possibility if you've kind of ventured out there and experimented and, and tried different blends from the from the usual companies you've probably tasted it and maybe isolated inside of this campesino blend maybe you'd be your eyes will be like oh open and you'll be like that's that flavor that's that flavor that i've tried before um because it like i said it usually is it usually has a a supporting role to other blends right but in this one it's front and center so you really get that bam cedron flavor really just Mm-hmm. Yep. First thing you taste. Yeah. For better or for um, worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I um it's really been a, a, a long while since I've had just a straight well, besides our last episode <laughs> um on on Ruvisha. Besides that, I mean, I haven't had a pajarito or really any other just strictly Paraguayan 
Saturday in 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 a while, okay, a long yeah. long while. But gotcha. But man, they they really. Even if the flavor isn't for everybody, the I mean, it's just refreshing. It's it's that I really just like that citrus, that citrusness. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, what is citrusness? Is that a word? Yeah, sure. I'm like I'm sounds I'm good to out. me. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I was trying to remember. I'm like I'm 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 I remember Kurupi Shurador, which is a blend I really really like. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they have lemon verbena, and that's kind of the 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 lead role in that in that blend. And they do have it, um, but we're not. And they also have uh, aromatic citrus citrus flavoring. Which anyway, we're not talking about that one. But yeah, just like oh yeah, I now that like thinking about other blends, like that's that's one that right that really stands out. And I know the the shorador. The Jorador, it says sabor citrus, right, right across the, the front of the box. So mm-hmm. they're they're really exactly marketing that being a, fla- a citrus flavor. But mm-hmm. you know, if you look at it, like yeah, like you said, it's like a sherba. Um, yeah, it's sherba, and then right after that, it's boldo, and then lemon verbena, mm-hmm. and then. And then, and then uh, verbena, yeah, regular verbena, then mint, and then mm. all the way on the bottom, it's citrus flavoring. Yeah, from the citrus tree. <laughs> from from the OG citrus tree, yeah. which would be which would be close to like a palmetto if you've ever uh, looked into citrus. Like there are, did you know this? There's only like like three natural citrus plant varieties and like everything yeah. like even oranges oranges aren't like normal or like natural mm-hmm. like we made, like we invented the orange like like everything was was um what's what's the word for that uh, um i mean combined but what there's like a they kind of grafted yeah, one yeah, yeah. Like, one citrus onto another yeah mm-hmm Planet because the... <laughs> yeah like orange and like tangerine and grapefruit lemon lime yeah like they're all they're all combinations of different which is when i found that out which wasn't that long ago it just completely <laughs> tripped me out yeah this just blew my mind so like yeah so i, I guess like idea. i guess like the the mandarin the mandarin orange is like the OG, and then to get what we know today as an orange, it's a cross between the pomelo and the mandarin. So you get like the bigger size and the the thicker rind of the pomelo, but you get the assist, the acidity, the flavor of a mandarin. So yeah. Oh. Yeah. But but then there's pomelo in. I don't know if I've had pomelo in in in. I mean, here in the U.S., but like in Portuguese, pomelo is. I, isn't that grapefruit? Uh, I think. I feel like it's a completely different. <laughs> no, uh, uh, it's not. Is it? I thought. I thought grapefruit in Portuguese was grapefruit. Oh. I thought. Oh, I, is, is it? Isn't it? Um, grapefruit oh, in Spanish. Oh, is it's. Oh, you might you. 
Yeah, I think you're right. I don't know. Anyway. Looking at Pumelo, it, it's... Oh, yeah. Ooh, that's... That's totally... Yeah, it's like a big... Yeah. Big rinded... Big chunky... Orange thing, yeah. It's a really thick rind. Yeah. Yeah, you can get Pumelo huh. at the, the like Asian market here in the U.S. Because it, oh. it is an Asian okay. fruit, right? Well, I think all citrus comes from Asia. Oh. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, it's... um. For the fruit, also called Xiong Cheng. I'm 100% uh, sure you said that. Please correct. don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Yes. <laughs> yes. I wait. Are you actually saying that I pronounced oh, that correctly? No. I have no clue. I don't speak. Okay. <laughs> I don't speak Mandarin. That's. Oh, yeah. Yeah, true. Anyway. Yeah, so, uh, so that's our episode on uh, citrus cultivation. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next week for um, the history on bananas. Yes. Oh, that would be a great blend. Oh, oh. What would? Oh, oh. I, yeah. I'm trying to think which would be worse: mate con banana or perere con banana. Uh, I I can't think. <laughs> that a hot banana would be good unless unless you do it with like a with like an aged like an argentine and then it gives off kind of a banana bread situation but i don't know i don't know didn't someone on like facebook or something post a picture of someone like used a banana as a guampa like they hollowed up the banana shell and then yeah Yeah. so (laughs) so someone's done it (laughs) <laughs> I don't know how it tastes. <laughs> Probably not great, but I, I wouldn't. I mean, that's just too much effort. Because I mean, the, those it's not like those peels are super like strong or tough. Like, yeah. Imagine you fill it up and then you tear a little hole and then just squish it in your hand <laughs> it and starts, all goes it everywhere. Just on the side. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Bad idea. Sick. So. Anyway, back to uh, Campesino. <laughs> Anything uh, else you want to say about the Campesino? Do you do you taste the mint at all? I don't know if I taste the mint. Maybe it has a little bit of maybe no, it has a little bit I of may- like the you know the kind of cold mouthfeel. I'm sure there's a but, yeah, uh, but yeah. I, I feel like the the citrus flavors from the from the lemon verbena and the and the oil itself it's i think those are kind of overpowering this the the essential mint oil i mean it's i think it's just kind of just supporting that that citrusy flavor itself but maybe maybe nothing that really a little bit of that mouth cooling effect i really don't taste it at Mm -hmm. all though yeah that's that slight refresh refreshing flavor Nothing, nothing too significant, though. No, I agree. But like, I could, I could just, just take this to my back porch and just drink this. <laughs> well, maybe not today, but but <laughs> this week. <laughs> well, the, uh, yeah. Some. It, it is interesting though, because like, we've talked about how most blends, I feel like you know, the herb tastes go away pretty quick. But I mean, I've I've put quite a bit of water through this, and I can still taste that cedron taste. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they do use yeah. the plant and the essential oil so that flavor really does you know last a long time Mm -hmm. yeah i think it's like important for a a flavor to stick around if they're using the 
the plant or the fruit itself. Like that, that flavor is just going to be more consistent throughout. Because yeah. if it's just the oils and those, those typically will just. Yeah. yeah. They'll just dissolve really quickly and they're gone. Mm-hmm. Yep. Super, super quick. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it, it really, it really holds up its flavor. So it makes me happy. Yeah, me too. So well, I would, I would recommend it. Yeah, give it a go. It's not, it's easy to find. I think it's it on goyerbamate.com, right? Yeah, I think, I think that's where I got it. Actually, no, I didn't. I got it at, oh. a, I got it at Pequeñita. Oh, okay. Um, which is our, which is, yeah little Latin shop we have here in Utah. Um, I'm searching on Goyerb right now. Goyerb. It looks like they currently do not have it. But they are also out of stock of every single campesino except for Hierbas Naturales. So it looks like Goyerb Amate is waiting on a shipment from Paraguay. Which... Especially, you know, during these uncertain times, um, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure it's a, it's a real problem it's, to get yeah. imports. So, well, and and it's yeah, it's on so it's on Tango Foods website. Okay, yeah. Which, which I don't I don't know if if um. Oh, you're saying Go Yerba Mate is out of of those ones. Yeah, they they oh, okay. have they have like six varieties of Campesino listed and they're sold out of all of them but one. But Cedron is not one of the varieties listed. But oh. Go Yerba Mate is also kind of weird in that sometimes when things are sold out they'll just take it off they'll the site. Completely remove it, which is yeah. weird. It's like, oh, yeah. you guys don't have that anymore. Yeah. So, but then they put it back when they get it, but then they don't do that with all of them. Maybe I got, actually, you know, I think I actually got, um, I take it back. I didn't get, I didn't get my Cidron from Pequenita. I think I actually got mine from Tango Foods. So oh, did they send that in the... When I, when I ordered the order shop from them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Yes. That is. I'm pretty sure that's where I got it. Cause I was like, oh, I've never seen that before. Gimme, gimme, gimme. <laughs> Yeah, it looks like there's a Polish site that has Campesino Cedron. I'm, I'm 90% one. sure that last time I was at Pequeñita, I saw it there, though. So if you yeah, have a store sure. near you that normally carries Campesino, yeah. it's a it's a it's worth a shot. They probably have it there. They probably have it. Yeah. Yes, yeah. sir. Definitely worth a try. Well, cool. anything um, else you want to add? No, I think right. we covered it thoroughly. Awesome. That and everything else. That and um, <laughs> um, citrus and acai and flavors and uh, yeah, everything else. <laughs> yeah, this was a good one. This was a great episode for uh, for staying on topic. Oh, All yes. right, but uh, yeah, so it sounds like Cedron, uh, Campesino Cedron is a is a good one from us. If you want to go try it out, mm-hmm. go for it. If you like it, let us know. If you don't like it, hey, let us know too. Mateguys at gmail.com. Make sure uh, you give us 
your five-star review on the old Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, other podcasts, places. Podcast apps and things. Yep. And um, follow us on Twitter at Real Mate Guys. That sounds right? like that sounds like something it would be. <laughs> because it it would have been the Mate Guys, but I, I believe somebody had already somebody took the take, Mate Guys taking that name, yeah. which yeah. Which... So it is at Real Mate Guys, correct? At Real Mate Guys, sweet. Correct. We should we should um, deliver more content on there. Probably. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway. I think that's going to be it for us, though. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Yep. Thank you much.